0: Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Healthy Moments. This is your host, Renee Norris Jones. You may also know me from For the People's Law and Playing Language, Saturdays, 5 p.m. on g10video.com. But here on Healthy Moments, as the title of the show suggests, we're going to be talking about ways that you can change your lifestyle to become a healthier youth. I do have to put a disclaimer out there. I am not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian. But I am a regular you, a regular Joe Schmo, just trying to change my lifestyle. And for me, it was one little bit at a time. Trying one little thing. Don't go cleaning out the refrigerator. I didn't have to get rid of all the chocolate in my house. I had to come back. It was just a portion control. But those are the things that we're going to be talking about things that you can do to stay a healthier you. I chose healthy moments because a moment is something that suggests ease. If I'm going to tell you that it's going to take an hour, we don't want that. We just want a moment. So I want to share with you little things that you can do in a moment. Just one thing a week, to become a healthier you. I thought about doing this show for a long time because a few years ago, I was diagnosed as a diabetic in April, and by November, December, I had high blood pressure. And I was struggling. The doctor said, you need to see a dietitian. And boy, did I need to see a dietitian. We're going to introduce one little thing. Nothing layered, nothing big, nothing huge, just one little thing that you can do. And if you don't like it this week, I'm going to encourage you to try it anyway. But if you don't, it's cool. Next week, try that. I know if you told me, Renee, cut out all chocolate from your life. Okay, I'm not even going to pretend to do that but next week I'm going to listen because maybe you have something else I can't try. And if you can do that, there's 52 weeks in a year. That's 52 steps that you've taken towards becoming a healthier you. And that's how I looked at it. That's how I, over the course of a year, since introducing diet and exercise, and I am not about to exercise, but, you know, we do what we got to do. I lost almost 80, 85 pounds over the course of a year without even trying. Just trying to stay healthy. And it's scary. I still remember that. What? I have diabetes, I have high blood pressure. This is not your mother's diabetes and high blood pressure. There is lots that we can do to change our outcomes. Even though my doctor did tell me, genetics can still come get you, but not yet. It's been three years and counting, and not yet. I am about two or three points, two or three points away from not being a diabetic anymore. To be able to remove that risk factor from my life through diet, yeah, and exercise. But, I, you know, I've gotten in. I found something that I like to do. And I and I take little steps to make sure that I leave room in my life to do them. Stay tuned in just a second. We'll be on to share a tip of the week. We are back for another episode of Healthy Moments. This is your host, Renee Norris-Jones. And I have been talking about and talking about the decadent diabetics. I have him here and his name is Ward Alper but let's just call him the decadent diabetic. When I first heard this I was like oh my god decadent diabetic I've got to click on this link and find out more because I frequently say that I am a chocolate-holic, I bleed chocolate, I have to have chocolate every single day, but I make room <laughs> in my life, I make room in my life for chocolate, so don't get that all twisted up, I make room in my life, I save carbs all day for that piece of chocolate at the end of the day. So without further ado, we have the decadent diabetic, Mr. Ward Alper. how are you today? I am wonderful, thank you. How are you? I am doing fabulous, and I'm so excited. I've been telling my listeners and telling my listeners, there's this guy out there, he's this decadent diabetic, and he's going to be on the show. So I am very excited today.
1: Well, thank you, me too. I've got to tell you, I've listened to you, and you and I share something, and that is I am not a medical professional. I am, in my case, a chef. That is so important to me in the way I reach out to people, that they understand that they cannot ask me if they should take this medication or that medication or how many carbohydrates they should have in a day that they need to go to professional for. Yes. And I heard that in your podcast and I loved it. I, I don't know that a lot of people react that way. Yes. So I, I've been in love with you since I listened to your, your podcast a couple of weeks back. Renee, can I pick up on something that you just said about saving room for chocolate? Yes. What started me with the decadent diabetic is my... We used to call them doctors. I guess we now have to call them primary care physicians. Yes. Sent me off to a diabetes clinic. It was about 40 weeks after I was diagnosed... I was given a pamphlet saying you can have so many carbs for breakfast, so many for lunch, so many for dinner, so many for a snack. And I found that what I was able to eat wasn't suiting me. So three weeks in, I am sitting there with a very well-trained dietitian nutritionist with more letters behind her name than the alphabet. And my question was, if I have just coffee for breakfast, and I often do that. I'm in a rush.
0: Right, right. And
1: I have something like a can of tuna and some lettuce for lunch. And that's what I was doing. Can I take the leftover carbohydrates from breakfast and the leftover carbohydrates from lunch? And for supper, have a big bowl of something that I want. Yes. The lady got up from the other side of the table, grabbed me by my shirt, put her face in mine, and screamed top of her lungs at me. You can't do that. Wow. She's wrong. Yes. Yeah, it may not be your best choice, but you can do that. And if saving some carbohydrates for your chocolate, and in my case, saving some carbohydrates for rice or pasta make it easier for you to stick to an overall plan, then you can do that. Should you do it every day of the week? Probably not. But there's no absolute definite unless you find that when you do this, you test and you are in this triosphere. Then you need to use common sense.
0: Yes, exactly. And I I had, my doctor did the same thing. She she said, when I hang up the phone, someone's going to call you back from... Diabetic classes from a diabetic classes organization and they she literally hung up they called me I went in I went through two dietitians and she said that it was a she talked to me about volume and said that that was okay now you don't want to have you know a chocolate cake for dinner because then you're going to kind of blow out your whole day but everything in moderation
1: yes and, and that I find doesn't get said enough interestingly seven years later I am speaking with a friend of mine who is also a dietitian. And she said to me, yes, this woman is still doing that. We get all sorts of comments and complaints about her. She is berating the person who has been diagnosed with diabetes. It's your fault. She isn't saying that. But the blame game is there. Well, you had too much to eat when you were a kid. You weighed too much. You didn't do enough exercise. All without words. Yeah. And that is so prevalent in the professional side of treatment of diabetes. There's so little compassion and empathy for the person that has diabetes yeah. or any other disease. Yeah. You get blamed a lot. Exactly. No, I, uh, what happened several weeks later is that I met with another person who worked for my local my local stupid market. Right. My favorite term as opposed to supermarket. Yes. This lady was employed by the company and was very happy to walk me up and down the aisles. Oh, that's bad. And introduced me to a few products that I'd never seen before. Products that were not specifically for people with diabetes. It wasn't sugar-free cookies, because sugar-free cookies are a problem. Yes. It isn't the fact that there's no sugar in it, but the flour and the cornstarch are all carbohydrates. Something we've a very, very hard time understanding. Uh, she showed me a whole batch of products that would work for me. showed me how to read labels. Very
0: important.
1: And that can kind of tuna fish and the lettuce that were on my plate a few weeks earlier all of a sudden became a very mundane tuna fish sandwich because I found a bread. It was a lavash, which is a flatbread. So I just made a, ro- a tuna roll-up sandwich and... You could have given me a pot of gold and I would have turned it down for the tuna sandwich.: Yes. It was so nice to eat normally. And that's how I started. I started sharing that with other people that were diabetics, like I am. I know people, diabetics is, is a funny word. It's, it's not politically correct. Uh, a lot of people for person with diabetes, that takes about an hour and a half to say. I do use diabetic. I don't intend to offend anybody, but it's short and it's quick and it's to the point. Finding something that works for you changed my life, and I think it changes other people's lives.
0: You know, it does. I I heard um, so many, sorry, I heard, I had so many people around me because once you become a diabetic or you have high blood pressure, whatever classification you fall into, all of a sudden you start hearing and listening to People discuss that and people eat they eat what they want but it's not usually a good thing. Something you said about going to the market. I always stop at every new market I run a path run run by and I'll run in and I'll go up and down the aisle reading the labels and you're so right about those diabetic desserts. Sometimes the carbs, I'm looking at carbs and there's so many things that I can have because they fall into my carb bag, and they're not necessarily labeled as diabetic or no sugar, or zero sugar, and a lot of times those labels are very, very, very misleading.
1: Yes, and they are. And, you know, sometimes the label is also misleading simply because of the portion size. Yes. One blueberry is not a a dish of blueberries. Right. And one quarter of a teaspoon of something, yes, carbohydrates work, but that's actually not a serving. You're going to leave angry. Yes. My whole goal is to create dishes for other people, as well as myself, so I can have a decent plate. I don't want an empty plate. I want a full plate of food. I want to walk away from the table comfortably satisfied. I don't need to be bloated, just comfortably satisfied. And most importantly, it's got to taste as good as it always did.
0: Exactly. And that's one of the things that I saw under your The Decadent Diabetic, taking back my life and my table.
1: That's exactly what I did.
0: Yes.
1: And so many other people, you know, have done that kind of thing. I'm not selling anything. I have no product. This is my only way at this point in my life of paying it forward. This is my skill as a chef. I can give this to other people.
0: And and do you find that that helps you as well? I I
1: hate to, to go back to a movie. There was a movie, As Good As It Gets, with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And there's a wonderful scene where he is having dinner with his girl, well, this woman who is not yet his girlfriend. And he looks at her and he says, you have made me a better man. Doing what I am doing now has made me a better person. I really am more at peace with myself for being able to share this with other people and add to the quality of their life.
0: So that's part one of our chat with Ward Alper, the decadent diabetic. Stay tuned for future episodes with the rest of my conversation with Ward Alper, the decadent diabetic. Until next time, here's to a healthier you. You've been listening to Healthy Moments with your host, Renee Norris-Jones, here on gtownradio.com please remember to always, always, always check in with your health professional before making any dietary changes and before starting any exercise routines. I look forward to our next segment where I'll share more information about my journey to becoming a healthier me and towards you becoming a healthier you. Until then, here's to good health. Want to hear more tips on becoming a healthier you? Check out Healthy Moments Radio on gtownradio.com. We have new tips every week, starting with Mondays at 11 a.m. We have rebroadcasts on Wednesdays at noon and on Friday evenings at 6 p.m. New topics every week. Check us out. Miss an episode? Our Facebook page, website, and on iTunes, we are Healthy Moments Radio.